Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of Slapshot. I watched the second half of Slapshot. And this is is the the other other half. So, I've always wanted to watch this movie. Oh, you have? I have. I was going to ask, why is it on this list? I've always wanted to see it. I grew up going to hockey games mm-hmm. all the time. Oh, yeah. I was a big hockey fan growing up. I, I was my family play. was really big into hockey, too, yeah. as well. Yeah. So, I know that's probably the sport I probably followed the most. Really? Yeah. Which, I mean, that's so like, easy. But that's like nothing. Yeah. I mean, as far as like, my knowledge of following sports the most is like, the baseline just, is zero. You just so watch it. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Uh, yeah, I used to watch it live a lot of times. That's so fun. It was fun. Nice and, and cool there. It's cool. It's fast-paced, and there's a lot of opportunity for people to get hurt. So yeah. when you're a little boy, you are like, this yeah. is my kind of sport, baby. This is the best, baby. Yes. So I And this was always the one that, like, like Paul Newman is in it. I believe it's the same director as uh, uh, The Sting. Uh, wow, really? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, yes, uh, which I love. I love the Sting. Yeah, it's like one of my favorite great. movies. Uh, and so, and I also heard this one was like really. It sort of feels like a like all, all the trailers always made it feel like kind of like an Animal House vibe, where it's just sort of like a bunch of guys yeah. being rude. George uh, Roy Hill also directed Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Did he wait? Did he also direct the Sting? Or am I mistaken? No, you're right. That? Okay, cool. You're I right. didn't realize he directed both of them. And uh, thoroughly modern Millie. I didn't know about that one. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, he was a pretty big director. Uh, and so yeah, and so and I knew this was like a big, funny, uproarious type comedy. Like I said, in the style of the other one. So like, I always wanted to see this one. Um, mm-hmm. Especially growing up, uh, I was like, oh, this will be a lot of fun. But I remember my parents saying, you can't watch it because there's too much cursing in it. Um, um, they're right. <laughs> they're not wrong. There's a uh, lot of cursing. This movie is from 1977. 77. Yeah. So right before the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it. Uh, there's some things that don't hold up. No, this movie. no, no, no. There, it's boy. It's really crazy where it's like, oh, it's. The joke is that he's calling somebody a, a homosexual. Yep. Like that's all it is. That's the whole joke. It's literally the joke. And, and it's like, like oh. wow, is this really what people just thought was funny? Like that was just the look, joke. Man, look, you can't say that stuff anymore, so now you can't be funny anymore. And that's so what the it joke is. the joke has to be like clever now. What's the shame is like there are some like genuinely funny bits in the movie. Yeah, what's interesting about this movie is that I'm very divided on it because yeah. in some ways I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I like certain parts of it a lot. And sometimes the comedy is actually like really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's not at and times. And then it'll just it's rear like, its ugly head. Yeah. And just like, oh, oh okay. okay, cool, man. That F word, huh? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> using that a lot. Or it's just like, oh, there's, you know, it's like you're not using that to like, you're only using that to upset a person. You're not using that to like be clever or anything. Yeah, you know? exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Because like, they constantly bring up like, oh, it's a sexual liberation, you know? And it's just like, yeah, it is. So you should be cool about gay people existing or you know whatever i think it's one of those things where they're just like well you know we're not cool with it but we'll just hang out with it i guess sort yeah. of thing i mean there, i don't think there's a single tolerate real it. gay person in the movie i think the manager has there's technically one. Oh, is there yeah okay <laughs> don't worry the manager the, the great. no it's a lady oh it's a lady it's okay. a lady okay well uh but yeah so i was like yeah there are moments also just i kind of dig the concept like i like the idea of like uh, you know, a hockey team that's not very good and no one goes to see them. So they're just like, well, let's make it a fucking sideshow act. Let's make yeah. it a performance and like fight people. Yeah. Because uh, honestly, like if you're watching a hockey game and it's very boring, nothing peps people up more than but a good fight to bring it up back up. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of crazy that that's just like a staple in the game. Like you don't really see that in other sports. <sighs> yeah. I mean, people are trying to crack down on it, obviously, because it's sure. just not sportsman like. But sure. yeah, I think it's just 
one of those things where uh, you're so padded up, like people get hurt, but That's they don't true. get like ultra hurt. Yeah. And uh, it takes a while for the rest to come in and break it up. Yeah, that it is, is true. weird though that it is on it a lot. I think it's like high intensity as well. Like you're really, you're moving so fucking quickly. It's true. The way people would like jump in and out of the boxes is always wild to me. It's crazy to me. I, I also think it's crazy because like, like I said, I grew up watching hockey. So I'm watching this movie. And I'm like, why is nobody wearing a helmet? Yeah, I that was just the That's way just that, the way it went. Yeah, like people just didn't wear helmets, except which is for the nuts. goalie and the which, goalie. Obviously, wore like the a, goalie the because shitty... the puck is coming at you so yeah. quickly. Uh, it's just like that shitty hockey mask that looks like a serial killer. I know, I love it, but like no one else is wearing a helmet. I'm like, there's this fucking puck like launching around like so quickly. You're yeah. gonna get your fucking teeth knocked out, which of course they do. Yeah, of course they do. And um, like, whatever, man. That's how the game goes. Whatever. It's just nuts to me. Uh, but yeah, so that's yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm. A, I agree with you. I'm of two minds. Where I'm like, I think the movie is definitely because that's also like written by a woman. Uh huh. So I'm like, I wonder if the movie is actively like working against like that bravado is something not to be. Like, yeah, I think there's definitely some message here about like these are all bad people. Yeah, exactly. These are all bad guys. There's especially bad guys. Um, but I don't. I mean, I don't know where the movie ends up. But I will say that like it didn't feel it. It felt like a baby step. It yeah. didn't feel like any like cursive like real big curse. Kind of like falling down. Where it's just like yeah, we're gonna acknowledge it's kind of bad. And if you read into it, you could probably see that it's not. These guys are not good. But also, you could be like these guys are great. I. I know that, right? Like, I know people are watching this movie going, like, these guys are pretty... And honestly, even I was like, these guys are pretty cool. Like, until I start using, like, fucking homophobic slurs. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like, I like this. Like, you know, they're you know, they they're like, fuck the cops. Fuck, you know, the, the you know, fuck... There, I do like, like, how workers' rights and shit they're yeah, all about. Exactly. And, like, it's very blue-collar. Because they come from, like, a like a factory town and mm-hmm. everything's getting shut down and nobody has any money. So it's like, yeah, like, this is a way to make money and... You know, so yeah, like I like that whole like folk hero aspect of it. Uh, it's but then all of a sudden it rears this weird ugly head where I'm like, oh, all right, you're gonna need and it's this. also like we watched Airplane recently and like oh, there's yeah. a couple there's a couple scenes in there that don't dicey angle, scenes, but yeah. it's few and far between, and Definitely. there's nothing that's like as aggressive as this. I mean, yes. of course you're playing with a bunch of dumb hockey heads, we're right. all like mostly just aggro super masculine so of course you're going to get these words i also think like, the movie is actively doing that on purpose anyway probably like, in the 70s like in in 77 this movie when this movie came out like it was like all of its advertising was like super mature dialogue kids are not allowed in here like it, oh, this really? was shocking for the time okay so per- particularly like the language yeah so but back in the day the, the language wasn't like homophobic slurs the language was like effing and jeffing you oh know my god they said the f word yeah exactly which it's really funny to see like a movie this old and everyone's just like casually you know saying fucking shit you know uh-huh. it's kind of it's kind of true considering it is 1977 that's... yeah Almost 50 years ago. I know. And so I'm like, oh, that's pretty fun. Like, this this is why it feels so... Like, I definitely was like, oh, this feels very, like, a frater- like fraternity feeling. Like, just a bunch of guys, you know, yeah. cursing at each other and being, like, dicks and it definitely, awful. I, I definitely think that, like, hockey leagues... I mean, this is, like, a semi-professional oh, yeah. place. Yeah. But, like, um, hockey leagues like this is definitely got to be bros like this just... Doing dumb shit, saying yeah, dumb shit, exactly. Getting up to shenanigans, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I will let you know how the movie ends, and I want to see what you think about how the movie overall is trying. I would to like talk to, about I would like to get that read because, but first, I want to know how it mixed. begins. Well, it begins, which is actually, I think, when the sm- the beginning of this movie, I was like, oh shit, this is gonna be amazing, because like <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, there was, um, there's the, um, 
TV announcer, mm-hmm. Jeff Carr, yes, or Jim Carr, excuse me, Jim Carr, yeah, and um, <laughs> the hockey team, of course, the Chiefs, which is also great. I love that, I love aspect. that aspect yeah. too. Um, <laughs> he says, "Here's the Chiefs, and they got the goalie up there. The goalie is French, so mm-hmm. he has a funny accent, right, right, and that's right." A joke. But he explains, they're like, for all those out there who maybe don't understand what hockey is, can you explain some things like what is icing? And he's like, oh. It's this. Oh, it is. Uh, it is icing. You get the ice. He's like, okay, what's slashing? It's when you slice like this. And he's like acting it all on him and tripping and hook and spear. And he's I've explaining seen it all. I've seen the shot. Yeah, yeah. I've seen this it's, scene. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, it's pretty funny. But uh, the reason they do this is because now, as an audience member, you now know what these goons are doing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. what is actually like really bad, and right. all the things they're doing. What's wrong. against the rules? I mean, it's very obvious when they're just straight up punching people. But even then, when they're kind of being a little more like icing. held back and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a good explanation. People may not know, mm-hmm. and I think that's a really cool way of doing it. And then, and it's funny. Um, it's a funny it way funny. of doing it too. Yeah. And then he's like, okay. Then the game starts. Um, the Chiefs take the ice. And they, the national anthem comes on, and then it goes up, and the camera locks onto the American flag that was just raised, mm-hmm. and then the credits go on the American flag oh, as the national anthem's being played. That's funny. and I'm like, that, I don't know, this is like really like well thought out and smart, very cinematic. Yeah, yeah. And then we start off immediately, and it's just like, uh, you know, we got um, Paul Newman, mm-hmm. and he is just talking shit on these guys on the other team. And the other guy, <laughs> the other guy just immediately admits like he's like. How's it going, Nick? And he's just like, I'm drunk. I'm pissed drunk. He's like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, my wife left me. If anyone throws me against the boards, I'm going to piss all over myself. And I'm like, this is pretty funny. (laughs) Right off the bat. Miserable. um, Exactly. Um, So then they start playing, and the Chiefs are bad. Mm. They're very bad. They're very Uh, bad. But there's a guy on the team named something Brayden. Brayden, yeah, I know Brayden. Brayden. He's He's from Twin Peaks. He's good, yeah. He's like the cop or something Yeah, he's one of the sheriffs. He's the sheriff. Sheriff Truman in Twin Peaks, yeah. Um, But he's there, and he is a good player, while everyone else kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, And he believes in the sport, damn it. He believes in the sport. He loves it. He moved here to do the thing he loves, basically. Yeah, exactly. Um, Even though his wife hates it, apparently. Yes, his wife Uh, is miserable. So... The Chiefs are so bad they they go on them they make a goal on themselves. <laughs> Someone they make a joke though and they do run into that guy Nick and mm-hmm. he does pee himself. He pisses himself. Yeah, it's very subtle. Um, <laughs> and then I'm like, cool. This looks like a fun movie. And then, uh oh, we cut to what the guys do outside of the ring, uh-huh. which is uh, whoever owns the Chiefs. There's no one knows who owns the yeah, team. Yeah, nobody knows the owner. But the manager, manager. the manager, um, sponsors like goes around and tries to. Get, sell tickets any way possible by sponsoring these guys doing anything so they're like okay we'll sponsor um this fashion show for men like practical fashion for your man Mm -hmm. and they have all the all the hockey players dress up and they do it and they don't like it um they're like this these clothes are not straight enough for me oh Uh (laughs) one guy's like i hate this so much i'm gonna flash everyone up there I'm going to whip my dick out, and everyone's going to scream except for my wife. And uh, Andrew's like, whatever. And he fucking does it. Yeah. And they're a little upset by that, I guess. Um, everyone in the uh, place like hates Paul Newman. They're all upset at him. because Why do they hate him so much? Because he's old. Oh, and he's still yeah. playing. He refuses to it's leave. It's weird because he's also the coach, yeah. but he plays. Yeah. Which I thought like halfway through the movie, I'm like, oh, he's coach. Okay, he's going to stop playing now. It's like, no, no, he's just in there. He does both. Which is to me it funny. It, it, it is funny. It makes it feel like the they're short staffed. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're definitely short-staffed. They're yeah. underfunded, short-staffed. Yeah. And I, I don't think – they're. I feel like they're in the minor leagues. They're very minor. I think they refer to themselves as the federal leagues. Yeah, which I think – Yeah, federal trophy. It's so, like right yeah. under – I think it's the one underneath the pros, I think. I think you might be, yeah. Um, so that's the other thing. Like I – all the hockey – like all the hockey games I ever went to were in that league. So yeah. the funny thing about this league is if there's someone who's good at their – like if, if there's someone who's good, they always leave. They don't yeah, stick around. They don't stick around. They go. They go, they go to, to the, the, they the go real pro. the pro. They want that real money. So everyone that, that's there is just mediocre. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they just kind of <laughs> stay that way. Yeah, exactly. And also, like hockey is already such a small sport. At least in America, Canada, it's much bigger. But sure. um, it's already such a small sport in that America, like yeah. you have like no one goes and sees the B team, right? Like mm-hmm. people barely go see the, the B team of like basketball or anything like that, yeah. you know, they yeah. are the B league, Yeah, but even more so for hockey. I feel, <laughs> I wonder if hockey attendance like increased after this movie. Cause it's really goes to show how fun it can be. To yeah. Watch maybe yeah. I bet it did. Yeah. I bet it did, but I don't, I don't know. We did seem to be big, but not that big. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, they're talking about the, uh, they shut, they're going to shut the mill down. 10,000 people are mm-hmm. placed on waiver. Um, Brendan and Paul Newman are walking outside. And Brayden? That, Brayden. I don't yeah. know why Brendan, whatever. <laughs> so Brayden's wife shows up, and she's driving like a maniac because she hates it here. She's like going off the road and everything and driving real fast. Uh-huh. I don't know what she hates about it except that it's a dump. I yeah. guess it's just the fact she's, that like it's a big, not a big city or something like that. She's from money, too. She's rich. Uh, so I think she doesn't like slumming it with all these blue-collar guys. Mm, sort of the implication. She's like kind of a drunk as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of. She's always drinking. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. Um, every time I see her, anyway. Yeah. Okay, so then they hire some new people, I guess, called the Hansons. The Hansons, yeah. Three brothers. Three brothers with long hair and big old glasses. Yeah. And they... They are wild. <laughs> they are wild. But we don't know that yet. We just see them in there like, oh, man, these guys look like they suck. Mm-hmm. They seem like dicks. So Paul Newman, like, tries to bring them in. Um, he's like, well, these guys aren't serious. They just have packed a bunch of, like, race cars in their suitcases. <laughs> they're not here for, like, actually playing. They're just right. here to, like, go for a ride, it seems. And, you know, they're still kids. You know, they're apparently very young. They're, like, 22 to mm-hmm. 18 or something like that. Yeah. Um, he goes to the, um, owner or the manager is like, you're stupid. Why did you buy them? He's like, I got a great deal on those boys. <laughs> like, they're so stupid. I, I don't think they could figure out how to play hockey. Yeah. So anyway, anyone's, everyone's at the bar now and they hang out and we got Brayden and his wife and his wife getting, they get an argument again about mm-hmm. how she hates it. She yells at him about how he's dumb yeah. and then she leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're like. Man, Brayden, why isn't his wife happy? Maybe he's gay. Oh. And then someone goes, no way. He has a big dick like a horse. And I'm like... Yeah, gay people don't have big dicks. Well, yeah, what? <laughs> that makes no sense. This doesn't make any sense to me. I'm just like sitting with that line. That was the funniest line in the movie oh like God. back in the day, I'll bet. Everyone's like, dude, that's so funny. Imagine <sighs> gay people with big dicks. Can't even picture it. <laughs> Only straight people have well, big dicks. I don't dick. understand that. It's yeah. so strange. Uh, okay, so then... We meet uh, Paul Newman's ex-wife, whose mm-hmm. name is Francesca. She's a hairdresser. Francesca, I think? I think you're right, Francesca. Yeah. And they're, they've said they were married, um, but he has, they have a cute introduction because he's like sitting at the bar and bets one of the hockey players, like, hey, five bucks says like, she'll go home with me. He's like, she's not even going to look at you. And he just walks <laughs> over and starts dancing with her immediately. Uh-huh. 
Because that guy's like, you got played. That's his ex-wife. I like their energy. They're fun. Because it's like, she's also very strong and liberated as well. Mm -hmm. Like, she doesn't take any shit from him because she's taken it her whole life. Yeah. So I kind of dig their whole... And it's like, like, he's such a good scam artist. Like, he's a massive con man. But the only one he can't con is his ex-wife, basically, because he's done that his entire marriage, essentially. Yeah, she's used to it by now. She's used to it. She knows how to get around it. Like, she doesn't ever really fall for him, which I kind of dig. Yeah. So the main conflict of this movie begins when they're like, the mill is closing. And when that happens, the Chiefs are going to fold because Mm -hmm. once the mill closes, everyone's going to be out of jobs. They're not going to spend money on entertainment, which is usually... As we know, the first thing to go during like a, a recession Depression. or something yeah. like that. Um, so like we're losing a coach. Um, the coach they say he might just retire because he's so old. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got oh, we got what's his face, Bre- Brendan? Uh, Brayden. Brayden. Yeah. He is an asshole and mean to his wife. For yeah, some he's reason. a shit ass. And then like she even like. Apparently brought, got him a book to read on the, the tour because they're going to go to like an away game. Right. And she underlined all the fuck scenes in the book. <laughs> and um, man, Paul Newman is very impressed by that. She's <laughs> like, wow, how could you not like a lady like that who underlines all the fuck scenes? <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? Is that something people did? I I mean, yeah. I mean, I think that's the, what's going on here, right? Because like, there's, there's constantly this feeling of like a sexual repression, particularly with like Brayden. Mm-hmm. It seems like he's... Like, because his wife is always drunk, like, there's, like, no real, like, sexual tension between the two of them. They're both miserable, so it just feels like yeah. there's, like, really, this just it yeah. doesn't seem like a happy marriage. I agree with that. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. The fact that they have arguments in the middle of a bar. <laughs> uh, so, the new guys show up, and they're like, who the hell are these new guys? And all these guys, these guys love betting on everything. They bet on all sorts of stuff, like mm-hmm. how long it'll take to get to the away game, all that stuff. Right. Uh, and then, for some reason, the manager comes, and everyone's like, why the fuck's the manager here? Yeah. Uh, and then we got this guy named O.G. Oglethorpe. Does he come in to play at your half? Because they talk about him a lot. Every, he's scary, right? He's scary. Yeah. Uh, he's the worst goon in hockey today. He's and got he might play. big hair. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. He, um, comes, he, comes up, he comes up later in the movie. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And they keep hinting at him. Mm-hmm. But they say he's suspended today, and everyone's very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, the brothers are putting foil on their knuckles, which seems like a bad... I don't know what quite that does, but it seems like a bad thing. He's like, we're putting foil on! And <laughs> Paul Newman's like, what the hell are you guys doing? Yeah. Um. So they start playing for a little bit, and then they find out Paul Newman, like, or someone, I think it's Braden, listens and is like, oh, shit, the reason the owner's here is because he wanted to talk to someone in person about getting a new job because mm. the mill's closing, and, yeah, and then Paul Newman goes to investigate... Uh, by the way, this is a game of they're losing four to zero very right. badly. Very bad. Um, and also, he said those brothers would never come on board mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> or never be played. Right. They'll never get on the they'll ice. Never get on the ice. Yeah. Uh, but then he learns that the last season, this is the last season of the Chiefs, and mm. it'll be announced tomorrow. So, might as well just fucking go for it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, then he's. So, do you ever see the owner? No. Okay. Uh, so, then, Sue, so we got this. Paul Newman goes to this lady named Suzanne, who I think is someone from um, one of the other uh, wife of one of the other hockey team members. Oh, okay, the the other team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she he bangs her, and then oh, okay, like, yeah, he just does that. Sweet. Um, I know that's why I'm like all these people just fucking cheat on each other all the time. Yeah. Um, and well, he's he, not cheating on anybody. I guess that's she's true. He's cheating not. on somebody. Yes. Yeah. Um, and 
she's like, oh, have, I've slept with another woman before. And he's like, wow. And she's like, do you want me to explain? He's like, no, it's cool. He's like, it's okay. I have to testify in court uh, because apparently he's, she slept with some other hockey player's wife, I guess, because they're both bored and just alone all the time. Right. And um, he, she told it to her husband, who's on a hockey team. Mm-hmm. And apparently he he said mean things to her oh. about her orientation. Great. And then uh, he also says, she also said that he thinks this will make him gay as well, which <sighs> is like, what is going on? <laughs> See, like this is- But the then kind he of... beats her, so it's, he's, he's a piece of shit. Well, yeah. I mean, he was a piece of shit before when he thought that he was going to be gay because his wife yes, was exactly. interested in women as well. Like this is the weird, like toxic masculinity that I feel like- To be fair, is. He, she also did cheat on him, which is bad, but- well, yeah, because he's fucking beating her. Well, I, it didn't seem like this was beat her after the fact they learned that. Oh, okay. That but, makes it okay. No, I'm just I'm not saying it's okay. <laughs> no, I know what you're I'm saying. I'm just saying I know that what you're saying. Yeah, she, she started it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Paul tries pitching that uh, maybe, oh, he, he has contacts with the uh, local press. Mm. And he tries saying like, yeah, so a rumor is that they're going to sell the Chiefs to a senior citizen field in Florida. Because they're very bored over there. And he's like, Grizzly? He's like, yeah, it seems wild. Yeah. They Um, all want to go to Florida. Yeah. The guy also sucks at the newspaper guy sucks at being a dad. And it's like kids are like basically beating each other up. Um, I like all the weird, like, tertiary things in the movie yeah like all the we- everyone in this movie has such a weird energy they and do they're getting up to something everyone is like literally if they're not even important to the plot they're like just the newspaper guy shit. literally shows up one more time yeah he's know? not he's not a big character but he's there yeah yeah uh so then on the ice today they paul newman decides why don't i try distracting this guy by telling him i know your wife is gay mm. multiple times to try to distract him mm-hmm. um and it works he starts a fight well, he starts fighting um Paul Newman. Yeah. Uh, but right when they started fighting, they scored a goal right before the fight happened because he was on tilt. And right. they win the game by two points. Wow. Violence and works. Violence works. You know yeah. what also works is apparently outing your wife to outing this guy's wife to the entire team. Fun. By uh um he, they're like, What did you say to him? It's like, Oh, I said his wife was gay. And you're like, Oh man, that would make anyone mad. And then uh <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and then I'm um, shaking my head in a very upsetting <laughs> way. <laughs> well, and then he's like, Yeah, but like she actually is though. Like it's real. <laughs> and it's like you didn't have to go that far. You could have just said that. Yeah, oh like, my god. Well, yeah, but he's a monster now. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, he's, he's a this bad is, guy. This is his Joker moment. Yeah, exactly. He realizes that if he he's just says rude things, yes, the world will uh, will appreciate that. Exactly, sometimes. exactly. Yeah, he'll be rewarded. But Braden hates this. He's like, this is a garbage win. We didn't yeah. really win that. He, he wants to win them. because of the points on the board. Yeah, you played mind games. Yeah. So then, mind games are a fair, a fair game. Yeah. So then Paul goes and finds, um. Uh, Brayden's wife who's mm-hmm. watching Lil is her name Lily yeah, yeah. Lil yeah I guess Lily yeah uh, who's watching him from a distance as he's talking to a lady it seems Ooh. like he's also cheating or whatever mm. um, and then Paul's like you know this is my opportunity to invite Lily up and have a drink with her and you know what I mean and all that good stuff uh-huh. and she d- rejects him right yeah. um, so then they talk more about the, the, the Chiefs get Sought after by a Florida community, it's negotiated in the paper. It must be true if it's in the paper. It's in the paper. It's a very reliable reporter who said, a reliable source has told me that this is happening. It's like, why would he lie? He's yeah. never lied before. <laughs> this is like Breaking Bad for being a dick. Yeah, like, it really is. It's just like, oh, I'm just going to be an asshole now. And I'm going to make a lot of money from it. And I, I yeah. guess that's true, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and Paul Newman is talking to one of his teammates and says, like, I think I'm going to retire even if the Chiefs are bought. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just old. Yeah. But it sounds like he's lying because he also says, like, yeah, all the, all the other teams just, like, oh, they just keep calling me old all mm-hmm. the time. And it's just getting frustrating. And it's just it's breaking me down. Yeah, but. And then they go out and he starts antagonizing someone and being like, um, Oh, what did he say? It doesn't matter. He antagonized someone. Okay. And they're like, yeah, well, you're just too old, man. And then the other guy, his teammate hears it and is like, what the fuck? And then he goes and fights him. <laughs> yeah, fuck him up. There you go. There you go. Um, And they knock out basically a key player that way. And nice. And they, uh, I think they, oh, no, they almost, they start winning. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, because a bunch of players got knocked out, including that guy who started the fight, uh, the only people left are those three bros. And they go oh, in shit. and they are the most violent people. <laughs> They just come in and sm- like it's just a montage of just beating the shit out of people yeah, yeah, with yeah. like no reason. Yeah. Like at one point, all the people in the box they just run their hockey stick across all their heads. And oh beat them yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, they just they even smash the ref sometimes. Like whatever. Eventually, they get thrown out, but everyone loves them. The yeah, whole crowd loves all the violence. Spectacle. Um, ah, they're spectacle because they wear glasses too. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Meta. <laughs> so then they then we discover um, the French guy goes ask goes and asks like who owns the Chiefs mm-hmm. and the manager's like I don't know. And yeah, nobody knows. Paul, which is weird that Paul Newman has played for this team for so long and doesn't know who the owner. I mean, the is. manager doesn't know. Either. Yeah, exactly. Like it's weird. Yeah. Um. So then, um, there's a bunch of girls performing on ice, and people, are, the guys are being creepy to them. Mm-hmm. Right? Creepy, like saying it to each other. Right. And then they try to seduce them. By like hanging out at a bar, mm-hmm. and Paul's about to get down, and like he kind of was making fun of a girl who apparently banged that Ogle 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 Oglethorpe, whatever Oglethorpe, his name is, yeah. Oglethorpe. And um, but before he like tries to like really make him mad, uh, by also banging that lady, <laughs> um, he then goes and sees his wife with another guy, and he gets distracted. Ex-wife. Ex-wife, excuse me, you're right. Yeah. <clears throat> Isn't he calls he keeps calling her his wife because he reason. doesn't want her to go. I and think. it feels like it's been a while, but all right, but it has, yeah. Um, he thinks he can still like patch things together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Paul's like they get a bunch of beer. Paul's like we got it from the owner. I think he bought it himself, <laughs> of course, to cause chaos. Um, of so let's see. So then the brothers like he's trying to get a hold of his wife, and the brothers are just being mean to the random hotel guy, like the guy <laughs> at the counter. They like pick him up and shake him upside down. Damn. And they're like, "This is chaotic. You guys got to stop that." Is this like a snooty rest, like a snooty hotel, or is it just like a? It's just a standard. Oh, like okay. it's nicer, but it's not like yeah, not like super nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they find out they convicted Oglethorpe somehow. Mm. I don't know what that means, but I guess he he's not going to play now. They don't ever have to face he's him. Really not going to play. Yeah. Uh, so now they're they're of course at the away game because they're at a hotel now. Um, but the fans actually traveled this time. They're in, their fans actually came wow, with they them. They want to see. They want to see them play. Yeah. Um. So they're very hyped up for that. Um. The they start their warm ups and the brothers just start a fight during warm ups. <laughs> And there's no officials to stop them. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. it just lasts a really long time. And then there's a great scene where <laughs> the national anthem the movie, is playing. It? It's really funny. Because they're just pieces of shit. Yeah. Like, they just own it. They're just yeah. these little chaotic boys just running just around beating, beating people up. Just beating the shit out of people for just no reason. Just being full goon mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the just a great scene of just cuts and the national anthem's being played. And they're just all the brothers just all bloody and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the uh, ref comes up to him and is like, you do anything funny i'm gonna kick you out i have no we play clean ice on here and they just says i'm trying to listen to fucking song 
right, see, that's good. very funny. There are more. That's the thing. Yeah. There's actually genuinely some funny moments yeah. in this movie yeah, yeah, that yeah. hold up. Yes, that's really because who wants to listen to the fucking national I anthem? Know. Exactly. <laughs> the thing you hear every time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they fucking just start destroying the tour bus because they're like we want to show <laughs> we want to show we're mean so there's right. like holes in the tour bus right they play mind games mm-hmm. anyway yeah. uh, Paul finally gets through to his wife but then so another guy answers mm. it's like oh shit he's upset he's on tilt because of that yeah Um, and then Bren- Brayden's like I'm not going to goon it up for you Paul I'm not going to do it I'm going to play it straight and I then, love how we're calling him Paul Newman I don't remember that's his who real he is name. right he is he's yeah. Paul Newman he's Paul Newman uh, so they go to another town mm-hmm to travel and people are booing them. They don't want them yeah. because they're just going to oh, play dirty. This is the and then I you saw. just see all of them mooning the protesters <laughs> yes. as they Everyone come in. Everyone watch it. I saw that part. I'm like, Mike's going to start at a great part. This was great. I was like, wow, what a great uh, like uh, like visual. Right? Yes, it's really funny. And it's funny because everyone's booing them and they moon everybody. And yeah. there's ladies in the crowd who are like, hey, this is pretty great. Like everyone, <laughs> like it's like this weird liberation thing where everyone's like, this is like great. I love this part. Just, Yeah. Maybe it's like break the rules a little bit, baby. Yeah, Have exactly. Some fun. So they're playing hockey, and this dude in the audience is being a massive asshole. He's like got really like frizzy hair. He's sort of balding, and he's I think he's one of the protesters, and he's like screaming at the 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 Chiefs, and he's just like "fuck you guys, you bunch of fucking assholes." And then they score a point, and he gets very upset, so he throws his keys at one of the uh, the brothers with the glasses. Okay, knocks the gla- the dude's glasses get knocked off, mm-hmm. and his like side of his head gets a little bit bloody because of the 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 keys and so this dude just fucking loses it and he just climbs into the audience and starts beating up random people because he doesn't know who did it because his glasses fell off oh man so he just starts that's kind of funny he just starts beating the shit out of anybody in front of him and then his other brothers with the glasses like no no it's that guy no it's that guy and he's trying to find the dude and finally he finds the dude and just starts beating the absolute shit out of him and then the cops show up because they're like, you yeah, can't just you beat just, up innocent people. Yeah, they're not. They didn't sign up for this part. Like at least people on the ice, kind of. Uh, I mean, they're part of it, right? They're part they, of. They this signed thing. up to like it's it's a risk. You they know? also have like protection. Yeah, These people also, are just, just in the audience. There. Also, people that didn't do anything to them. No. So they so they're getting arrested, and but as they get arrested, Paul Newman keeps like acting like the dude got hit with bigger and bigger things. So he's like, somebody threw a fucking wrench at his head. Like he's <laughs> acting like they were victims. Oh, man. And so they get taken to the the, the police station, and uh, they are like, we we're just defending ourselves. And they finally get out on bail because the dude Braden has like a bunch of money because his wife is rich. So he just yeah. he just like gets them out of gets them out of jail essentially without any anything. And as they leave the jail, they're like folk heroes. Everyone's like, fuck yeah, you got out. Oh, like you're you're free. Everything's great. You can go cause chaos again. And because and, and because the other team, it's like. I don't even think they won that game, uh, <laughs> but the other team, like one of the other teams lost. And so they're in the playoffs, like by default, essentially. Mm-hmm. They didn't get in the playoffs because they're good. They got in the playoffs because the other team like, like lost basically. Right. So they're in the playoffs. They go home. So they're, they're headed, So they're exactly. It's great. So they head home. But before they arrive home, Brayden gets off of the bus uh, and like walks off like mm-hmm. to a bar. And then the bus arrives and Lil is waiting there for him. And uh, they and and he's not there. And oh, Paul Newman just sort of like shrugs, looking at a uh, uh, Lily, and she's very upset, understandably. Mm-hmm. And she like storms off. 
uh, and um, Paul Newman sort of like gets in the car with her and tries to convince Lil to like leave Brayden because he's a piece of shit. Yeah, come on, me, baby. Well, yeah, it, it seems like he's also trying to go like, come on, let's let's two of us. But Which she's is like, like not interested. Yeah, she doesn't even want to be here. No, she's just un- unhappy, and it's great because it's not great. It's it's <laughs> great because like. He is constantly trying to convince her, like, come away with me, like, fuck Brayden, like, he's a piece of shit asshole. But she's not interested, like, she's just miserable. She's just is crying and, and sobbing, and you realize, like, Brayden is just, like, a massive piece of shit who's, like, em- emotionally cheating on her and shit. Yep. So it's, like, she's just inconsolable. So Newman tries to patch things up with his ex-wife, but, like, it doesn't work. Uh, she's moving out of town. Sounds like uh-huh. she's leaving this town, basically. Really? Uh, and so then uh, Newman attempts to out the manager of the team because I guess one time he cross-dressed and came on to uh, Paul Newman and he's just like, yeah, you remember when that happened? And he's just like, don't fucking tell people that. <laughs> and and so, and yeah, and so basically he's like, tell me who the fucking owner is. Give me their, give me their phone number because he's just trying to, he's just trying to get through so that, because everyone thinks that they're going to Florida. Like, yeah. At this point, the lie has blown up so big. Exactly. And so it, but he cannot, he still can't get a hold of the owner. Doesn't know who owns Doesn't it. know who it is. And so, but he keeps that lie going. He's like, yeah, baby, we're going to Florida. It's going to be the best. Uh, and then Newman goes on the radio and he's like, they're like the, the radio host, uh, what's his name? John Carr. Something Jim, like that. Right. He's just like, oh, so you're doing great. What are you going to do on this next? Jim Carr. Jim Carr. He's like, what are you doing on your next, uh, the game, the, next, the, the game coming up? He's like, well, putting a bounty on the head of the main player. And they're, he's like, what? And he's like, yeah, $100 to which what, to whichever member of my team beats the shit out of him first. Wow. And he just says this on fucking radio. Yeah, and everyone is like, you can't do that. You're like, you're like inciting violence. Mm, I don't know. I feel like you could incite violence quite often. And, and just people are just like, that's fine. People, yeah, people like, shrug it off. Okay. And obviously that's what happens. Yeah. Because like, he's okay. Like he just continues to do this. He goes back to his apartment and then Lily shows up. She's like, yeah, I left. I left Brayden. I don't want to be with him anymore. So she's moving in with him. Uh, with with uh, Paul Newman oh. in his mm. tiny little ass apartment, yeah, uh, with the dog, and he does these like, oh, this kind of backfired on me. Uh, so <laughs> then, ass. yeah, so at the game, uh, the 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 guy who uh, has the bounty on his head tries to fight Brayden. He's like, "Fuck you, Brayden! I'm gonna fucking kill you." But Brayden, as you know, doesn't want to fight. Right? He's not gonna goon it up. So he he's like he, he's like, "No, I'm gonna do it." And everyone calls him a coward, including like the crowd. Mm-hmm. People, oh, they use coward, right? They use that word. They do actually use coward. Oh, okay. They call him a chicken shit. They call him a coward. They might call him a pussy, but mostly they, it's coward. I was gonna say they say that like all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so yeah, and everyone is and and but he's like, "I am not a fighter. I want to score points. I want to play the game right." And he's and they call him a pussy, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "I yeah, I love pussy." And then Newman's like, "That's not what your wife says." And this makes Braden fucking lose Ooh. his goddamn mind. He punches Paul Newman. He runs up to where the radio guy is. He takes the micro my, uh, the microphone from him and starts screaming into the microphone about how him and his wife are very unhappy. How and then he calls. He, he like starts beating up everybody, but it's like all the people on his side. He's not beating up the other team basically. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so this is completely like backfired on Newman. Essentially the violence has like gone worse. Um, and, um, what else? Oh, so they, that happens. I think they win that game somehow. I don't know. Sure. Uh, and then, uh, Newman takes Lily to, uh, his ex-wife, the hairdresser, because he's like, I want her to look all pretty. You know, I want to, I want to show her a good time. But it really is more of an excuse just for him and his, you know, the hairdresser to get back together. Yeah. But it obviously doesn't work. Uh, and then Newman goes to the owner's house. Oh, okay. He's finally got their address. 
So he arrives at the house and uh, this like lady's taking in groceries with her kids. And he's just like, hey, where's your husband? And she's like, he's dead. She's like, oh, he's like, what? She's like, he's dead. I'm the owner. Oh, so a lady's been owning it the whole time. I can't believe it. Isn't it crazy? Wow. And so they have a meeting and they drink and, and, you know, it seems like almost like she's kind of coming on to him a little bit. She's like, I'm really impressed with what you've done with this team. You know, you've got a lot of interest. And he's like, yeah, so you're going to, you're going to sell, right? And he's, she's like, well, you know, some people are probably going to make offers on this team. You know, it's a pretty big, pretty big team. Mm -hmm. And he's like, so what kind of offers? And she's like, oh, you know, some, but I'm not going to sell. And he's like, what? And she's like, I mean, I think I'll just tax right off. I'm probably just going to fold the team. And Aww. he's like, he's like, why? And she's like, I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm not really interested in selling it. <laughs> I'd rather just like, you know, just fold it. It's like, and then he's like, you know, this all comes back to everything that the movie's been about, which is like blue collar guys losing their job yeah. because like rich people don't give a shit about their livelihood. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I've done so much for this team. I've made it such a big phenomenon. Did, have you seen attendance? Mm. And she's just like, I don't care. I'm not going to sell. Wow. And I, made that, I gave this team value. Exactly. But it doesn't matter to her. And oh. then I'm like, yeah, fuck her. And then he's like. You're a dumb, evil bitch, and your son is a homosexual, and you should get you should get married, Ooh, or else your him. son is gonna grow up to suck cocks. Wow. And I'm just like, cool, man. You <laughs> didn't really need to do that, but all right, you got it, bud. Man, this man. <laughs> it's like one step forward, two steps back. Yeah. But also, it's like, but also, it's like, sure, that's he's just trying to hurt her. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm sure, fucking in the seventies, everyone said that shit. Exactly. So then, and then. So this is upsetting, and then he's in the car listening to one of one of this uh, this uh, uh, hockey member called the Killer. I think they refer to him. As oh the killer. yeah! At one point, he's just like, "Hey, Paul, I'm gonna name myself the Killer." Yes, yes. He's like, "That's a cool name, dude." Yes, yes. And I like that moment a lot because it's just something so silly about that about yeah. this guy who's clearly been thinking about it for so long about what his name's gonna be this character keeps coming up too like every other scene he's like i want to get that hundred dollars for beating them up yeah. and newman's like okay go ahead and try and then this time he's like on the radio he's like yeah i think people should just beat up whoever they want <laughs> <laughs> and, newman, and paul newman is hearing this on the radio and he's like what have i done like he's like it's like this is the moment where he's like i'm the bad guy like I have inspired mm. violence, and yeah. this is not a good. You've thing. caused all this violence, and at what cost? For like you what feel reason? like you at least, at least before it's like, oh, he has a plan, kind of. But now it's like that plan didn't work, so now he's left with the aftermath, right? Which is just like violence for no reason, yeah. right? And so then he arrives at the team. This is the last game. Not only is it the last game of the season, it's so, the last game the Chiefs will ever play because after this, it's a championship though, right? Yeah, it's a championship, but also the the team's gonna fold after this, right? Right, she's gone. So as before, how it was like we've got. No chance of even anything happening. Let's just fight. Now he's like, let's just play a fair game. Like, let's just go out there and not try to fight tonight. And everyone's like, okay. Like, they listen to him. Uh-huh. And so they go out on the ice and they, you know, they do all the regulation stuff. They they prepare. But for some reason, the other team's not coming out. They're not They're not coming out to practice. They're not doing anything. And they're mm. like, what's going on? Why is, the, why is the other team not preparing? And then as the game begins, they realize the roster for the other team has changed and it's not the regular players. So you remember Oglethorpe? Uh-huh. He's there. Oh. Every single person that has a grudge against the <laughs> Chiefs have been as now part of this team. And they're not here to play. They're just here to beat the shit out of everybody. And it's like, 
the violence has be- has just begat more violence, <laughs> and it's not it's not good. Like this no. is not good. And wow. it's like they uh, one of the one of my favorite bits is they bring out an actual Native American who's also like very like he's known for being very violent too. And uh-huh. it's just like he's got a lot of reasons to Yeah, a lot of team. reasons. Can't imagine why. <laughs> That's real you know, I feel like yeah, that was definitely done on purpose. Oh, right? definitely. Uh so they just like literally not a single person on the ice is there to play. Literally everyone out there is just there to beat up the Chiefs. Can't they just swap teams like that. Yeah. I mean whatever, it's, it's just B League, no it, one cares. It's just it's also a movie. Like who gets yeah. this shit, right? So yeah, so so they get on the ice, and the Chiefs are ready to play a regulation game without any violence. So the minute punches start flying, they don't fight back, and not only do they lose the respect of the audience, they also start losing the game because they aren't able to actually make any points. Mm-hmm. And the manager bursts into the locker room. He's like, "What the fuck are you guys doing out there? You have to go out there and fight. What are you doing? Like the whole reason everyone is out there is to see you guys fight. And you're not doing it." So finally they go out there and fight, but it doesn't make things any better. Like now it's just people beating up each other. There's no actual game mm-hmm. happening, right? And so it's like all of the stuff that like New- New- Paul Newman was trying to do, it's like it's all blown up in his face. Like nothing is being resolved. Yeah, you can't put that uh, – once you open it up, that genie can't go back in that bottle. Exactly. So how are they going to resolve this? Like, it's, just, it's just a bunch of angry guys beating each other up. Well, Braden shows up. <gasps> and as we know, he doesn't want to fight. He doesn't want to fight. So make – so what's, he's not going to make war – He's going to make love. Oh, is he bang someone on the... He, he... goes out onto oh. the ice and he starts stripping. Oh. He starts, he starts like, like strip, like strip teasing and he like take his, he takes his like jersey off and he takes his like, the like pads off and he's just skating around. He's not even trying to make a point. Like he's, he's not even trying to score and everyone's watching him and, and all the, the crowd is like getting into it. There's like a, a live band that starts playing strip tease music okay. and everyone's getting into it. Except for the away team. And they're like, this is fucking sick. This is perverted. Why is he doing this? And they're just like, like, what do you, you guys are beating people up. Like everyone is, yeah. this, this guy's covered in blood. This guy is not doing, like, he's not causing violence at all. He's just going out there and like strip teasing and taking off his jersey and stuff. And the, the away team is like, if you don't stop this, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. And I'm going to beat the fuck out of them. And he's saying this to the ref. Hmm. And the ref is like, if you beat me up, you forfeit the game. And they're like, you you stop this. This is disgusting. This is sick. And we all we keep cutting back to Paul Newman and he's just got this big smile on his face. Like, oh, this violence has gotten to the point where like it's unstable and now love has entered the <laughs> ring and it's stopping everything uh-huh. and it's fixing everything. Because finally the away team starts beating up the refs because they aren't stopping this and they forfeit. Wow, and they win. And the Chiefs win. Huh. This is an interesting take because if there's one thing people like more than violence, it's fucking sex. It's dude. sex. It's sex, man. Sex yeah. and violence, baby. And you know what? They weren't expecting that. People love sex. But also, like, every time sex is brought up in this movie, particularly, like, a man doing something like this, it's always met with, like, homophobia, mm-hmm. rampant homophobia, and, you know, questioning of masculinity. But it's like, in this moment, it's like, this is only pissing off the other team. And and this team, the the Chiefs are like, A-OK with it. And of course, all the women in the audience are loving this. Yeah. Including the wife, who, you know, this whole time has been miserable. Yeah. Uh, also, she looks pretty now because she's uh, she's got a makeover. Oh. What did you get? This is her makeover scene? Uh, we don't see the makeover. We just see her go to the hairdresser. And then after that, her <sighs> hair looks pretty. Okay. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. And so, they win. They've won the they've won the wow. the, the thing, and there's apparently people out there. Uh, there's like recruiters out there. So Paul Newman gets a contract to coach for another team in Minnesota, oh. and he's like, I'm gonna go coach there, and I'm gonna bring as many guys as possible. So like mm-hmm. this this team might like close up, but 
there will still be people who like, you know, work. Like mm-hmm. I'll still be able to get people to work and, you know, this could, this can all work out. And he's telling all this to his ex-wife because the ex-wife is, has packed everything up in her car and is leaving. And he's just like, I can, you know, I can come with you. Like I can, you know, we can be together. Like this can work out. And she's just like, no. And then she just drives off. No. And he, and all this is happening in the middle of like a parade because they've won. Yeah. And this is like a big deal. And he's on the parade float. And, uh, you know, Lily and Brayden seem like happy now. And Lily looks over at uh, Newman, Paul Newman, as his wife drives off in a car. And she's just like, so how does she feel? How, how are things going to be? And he's like, it's going to be okay. And that's the end of the movie. Aw, he finally learned to maybe love something else besides someone who doesn't love him back. Exactly. And just accept the way that things can be. Yeah. Um, Accept change, I guess. Yeah. And the movie just ends with a big parade where, you know, everyone's having a good time and, you know, people are dressed in uh, stereotypical native... uh, Oh, of course, (laughs) yes. Uh But, yeah, I mean, overall, I I like that ending. I like the ending of, like, toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. and and violence is ultimately, you know, destructive. Fraught. Fraught and bad. Mm-hmm. And will only beget more violence. Uh, yeah. And the only way, pa- the only path to really take is the path of love and uh, and, and, yeah. and liberated sex. Showing your dick off, dude. Exactly. That's it, baby. He only shows his butt because he's wearing a um, wearing a jock strap. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, he only well, sees his butt. But it's like a real stripper. It's great. I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, ending. that is a great ending. Yeah, I was really good impressed. bookends in this movie. Yeah, right. Beginning in the end. Yeah, I do like that a lot. I'm glad it went that direction. Me too. Um, cause like, that's I, why I, was... I feel like the movie is definitely commenting on like the toxic masculinity. Totally. I don't think I think it went over a lot of people's heads, but probably yeah. <laughs> I probably just like that. what a goofy way to win. Yeah, right. But it's like no, that's the that's the that's the whole nugget that this movie's like built around. You know, it's like yeah, all the violence was fun, mm-hmm. but it's also I think that's the thing. Is, and like, the... change also is good. Like yeah. it's okay if that things aren't the same. Yeah. Or whatever. It's okay for social norms to change or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, Especially in a place that's like so old school. Yeah, and like and like uh, blue collar, blue collar and yeah. small town. You know. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, yeah, mm. I really, I really enjoyed it. Uh, in moments. Yeah, that's the thing. Is <laughs> like there is just one big caveat, which is just like prepare yourselves, <laughs> prepare yourselves for an un unpleasant unpleasant amount of sl- uh, slurs uh yeah particularly towards uh, homophobic like, homophobia. slurs yeah um which is a shame because i do feel like in the end the movie is like yeah I mean, it's, it's a it's purposeful in some ways yeah, i feel like but yeah. at some points it's just, just the joke is just a joke and, and it's also like it's what is the joke here right yeah yeah it's like okay cool it, there's one but i almost wonder if that like the fact that the joke is not funny is meant to be on purpose maybe I don't know. I, I I like to think that there's one funny joke that could be considered like homophobic where the away team, after the guy's got a bounty on his head, he's like talking to Paul Newman and he's like, it's like a dick, Paul Newman. And he's like, that's all I can get, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this would be cool if Paul Newman was like a cool bisexual, like, you know, yeah. silver fox. But that's not the case. No, he especially <laughs> said to that one lady, he's never wanted to sleep with a man. In fact, he sees that stuff all the time, and it's just not for him. Yeah, he sees it all the time. Yeah, because in the locker room, right. you, know, you see all his dicks everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As he says, he says that too, man. Yeah. It's weird to see Paul Newman do this. I don't know why, because I feel like Paul Newman, in my mind, his legacy is always like mm, very respectable. I make, actor. I make, yeah, respectable actor, and I make organic salad dressing. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is fair. And so I'm like, he's a wholesome guy. And then he's running around here saying dicks. And yeah. The I, apparently and this stuff. was the most fun movie he ever made. Like he, he was like, this is one of my favorite movies. Like I had such a great time making this movie. I bet. I'm it, sure it was a lot of fun. It looked like they're just having a bunch of guys just goofing off yeah, or whatever. That's what it feels like too. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I, it was a little weird. Uh, I, cause all, also all I can think about too is like, he was a main character in like the cars movie. So like I'm just imagining his because he was he was the guy's like he was the sheriff. Oh, you're right. He's the sheriff in cars, and so I'm just imagining like the sheriff just going like, "Mayor, you fucking asshole! <laughs> <laughs> you fucking you're driving too fast! Yeah, <laughs> uh, why don't you take your clothes off? Because <laughs> he's starting to get in that like gruff Paul Newman a- energy now. Like he's not let like that cool collected Paul That's Newman true. like in this like in the not thing. Daddy Paul Newman. Yeah, like like cool he's, hand Luke. He's, he's Papa. He's Papa and Paul Newman now. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was interesting seeing that. Uh, it was also just really weird seeing a movie this old being this like mature and like you know like cursing a lot but I, I enjoyed that I, I enjoyed that aspect of it yeah i have a lot of mixed feelings on this movie but i mean overall it's interesting yeah i think it's interesting an interesting relic and in look into the past sure yeah, yeah you know the past isn't pretty to look at no. sometimes but at least it seems to be ahead of its time in a lot of other ways to read it as generally like ge- ge- uh like generously generously as possible i definitely stand behind what the movie i think is trying to like attack here you mm-hmm. know uh but also, I'm like, hey, same thing I said with like the fucking uh, uh, falling down. Or I'm like, if this makes you feel uncomfortable, understandable. Like, yeah, made me feel uncomfortable at times yeah. too. I definitely, yeah. With that caveat, like you were interested in this. I mean, I don't quite 100 percent recommend it either because of that. Yeah, I understand that. But I will say, at least it's interesting. Yeah, uh, it's also two hours long. I feel like it's a little, very long. Maybe a little longer for than a needs comedy. To be. Yeah, that's the it's thing. Very when I, long. I saw this as a comedy. I'm like, oh, you better be saying some stuff. So at least they did. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But like two hours is quite a bit for. Uh... It's also a lot of just people fucking around. Like it's a lot of improvisation. Oh, yeah, we and definitely a lot of just, cut like, out a lot of explanations and character shit. Talking about jokes. There was one bit that I wanted to bring up that was really shocking. There's a part where they're getting out of when when they're bailed out of the police station mm-hmm. they're all jumping into the 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 tr- the bus heading back home and there's just a guy with like a fucking nazi like uh he's got like ss and like a nazi like uh swastika on like his helmet and he's just like patting dudes on the back i'm like who the fuck is that guy and why is he prominently in the shot and it was like so shocking and i like google like who is this dude why is there just a dude with like ss all over him and like nazi shit and i looked it up apparently he was the bus driver in the movie <laughs> what <laughs> i never saw that guy and he apparently again i i because i had to look this up like why is there just a random nazi in the film and we never see him again i guess the bus driver was trying to appear more like scary and so that's <laughs> that's why he was dressed okay, like that. Okay, because yeah, they were trying to make the the bus look scary. Right. And so I think the reason he was wearing that outfit was to uh, like uh, like make people afraid, which it made me afraid. Not because I was like, you know, oh, there's a Nazi. I was like, oh, I'm afraid because is this movie trying to go like, hey, this team's cool even with Nazis. <laughs> like yeah. Nazis really love these guys. Uh, I mean, but- honestly though, if they did, I'd be like, okay, I mean, that's a that's a real oh too. yeah that's a good point yeah even nazis are like behind yeah like this awful this toxic violence or whatever which they would be yeah probably yeah, they would be behind this like that's meat-headed. really funny what's the scariest thing i mean no nazi i'm a fucking nazi and i'm like that to me is really funny because it's like if if that's the case if it is just the bus driver trying to appear scary like that's like what a fucking like sw- like full swing right like that's like a fucking like oh i'm gonna be the scariest fucking thing you can think about a fucking nazi <laughs> that's like big brain move <laughs> yeah, in some ways right like but I'll, it's funny though because i would just if 
I see someone like that, I'm like, oh, that's just fucking sad. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And now I'm just like, that's sad. It's not scary. Yeah, exactly. But also, these, you know, people around then probably saw World War Two. <laughs> yeah, right. In so. the 70s, like in the late 70s, everyone is like, that's, yeah, that's just dark humor at that point. Yeah. Yeah. That's like making fun of like 9 11 or whatever. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's like, it's this like, happened well, within our lifetime. I yeah, lived it. was bad, it. but, yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, we're trying to reclaim it. We're trying to make it less scary, you <laughs> yeah. know? Because uh, Nazis don't exist anymore, so it's fine. Sure, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was the only part I was like, what the fuck is going That's so on? funny. Because <laughs> he's, he's prominently in the shot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, overall, I'm like, yeah, like, I don't I don't stand by in the homophobia, but I'd like to think that the homophobia is actually, like, a critique on toxic masculinity. I just don't think it holds up. No, not at all. <laughs> I just don't think it holds up. Watch The Sting instead, or, or Butch yeah, Cassidy. Yeah, Sting's great. Sting both is of, great. Both of those movies are great. Go yeah. watch those. Those are Oscar-nominated. It is funny wa- looking at uh, George Roy Hill's like career filmography and it's like most of his films at least have an oscar nomination yeah okay maybe there's a couple that haven't but most but there's of course Slapshot that has like nothing nothing not, not even a like fun a movie for him not even make. a bafta nomination not Damn. even a golden globe nomination nothing not even a razzie in fact he pretty much like for between 1962 to 1973 at the sting he uh got a golden globe nomination each year jesus christ it's what are the wild. other movies he made I know he made this thing in Butch Cassidy. So we got Period Adjustment of Adjustment is his first movie. Mm-hmm. Toys in the Addict. Mm-hmm. The World of Henry Orient. Mm-hmm. Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Through Modern Millie. Thoroughly Modern Millie. A thoroughly Modern Millie, right. Yeah. Uh, Slaughterhouse-Five. Oh, shit. That's right. He made the Slaughterhouse-Five movie. Uh, the Sting. The Great Waldo Pepper. Mm-hmm. It's a great name. Never heard of that. <laughs> a Little Romance. Mm-hmm. Uh, the World According to Garp. <laughs> The Little Drummer Girl and Funny Farms, his last movie in 1988. Wow, that's crazy. That is a wild... Uh, it's a wild ride. That's a wild filmography. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then he retired and like hung out for 10 years. Might as well. Like It sounds like you fucking knocked it out of the park. Yeah, that's wild. Sounds like uh, that's more than hat trick right there. Hey. hey. Uh, so yeah, that was that was Slapshot. Uh, do you guys have any sports movies you recommend? This is an interesting sports film. You can email yeah. us at email at theotherhalfpodcast.com. Uh, let us know. You can also find all of our previous episodes on any podcatching app. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show, no matter what it says, even if it doesn't age well. Uh, you can also find <laughs> us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Just publish any newspaper from the 20s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> any newspaper article. <laughs> not aged well. The words used in there. Mm, not great. Not great. Yeah. Not great. Would you ever play hockey? I I like ice skating, mm. Um, but I don't know. It seems like too much stuff at once. I agree with you. I, I like, feel like I'd get hit in the face a lot. I like watching it. I like being in a cool room. I do like watching it. It's a lot of fun to watch. But, nah, I yeah. don't know. I don't know if it's for me. Yeah. Um. I get that. Yeah. I would never play it. You never play it. It's too. I much. hear it's also harder if you're taller too. I believe that because yeah, you need to be close to the ice. Yeah, you know. Because... I know my cousin played hockey and he was a goalie, which you need to be extra small. But he was tall, so because he he did fine. But like, it's definitely one of those like odd odd things, you know? Right. It's like a. It's like yeah. It's like kind of not built for you, so you have exactly. to like find a better way. You're not of the ideal physique for that, but you got to work with it. You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I like I like watching hockey. I kind of want to watch hockey now. I know. I feel it's been a long time since I've been in a sports games. Kind of wonder why. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Well, good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
Would you guys like to discuss the movies that we talked about on the podcast, recommend movies for future episodes, or maybe even watch movies with us? Check out the Discord. You can find the Discord on the latest episodes or on the website, theotherhalfpodcast.com. We're just hanging out chatting. And while you're there, maybe also check out the second of the Discord, which is specifically for Ethan's uh, streams on Twitch. Uh, you get updates as to when he goes live. Just keep up to date with us, with Ethan, the podcast, and the stream. It's also totally okay if you just want to hang out and talk about the podcast. You can hang out there and maybe we'll see you there and watch a movie or something. Or maybe you're like, wow, these streams are so much better and you just totally ignore the podcast. That's also another option. That could happen. Why not? Why not? <laughs> the Discord is your oyster. Come join us. <laughs> the Discord is your oyster. Join it. Thank you.